Well, hello and God bless. Today is July 5th, 2022, and we are going to take a look at the book of Proverbs chapter 5. So please go ahead and open your Bibles up there if you are in a position where you can do so. And I am going to go ahead and jump right on into verse 1. Proverbs chapter 5, starting in verse 1. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Lend your ear to my understanding. So Solomon, the writer of Proverbs here, who was blessed with wisdom from God uh, as a gift given to him, he got wisdom from God. And he, uh, fortunately for us, we are able to read some of the writings that Solomon wrote at that time. But he specifically was speaking to his son here. And uh, as I've encouraged you in the past, if you are someone that has a person in your life that is a godly person, someone that is full of wisdom, someone that is of good character, and you can go to them and seek advice, take advantage of them while you have them in your life, especially your parents. Uh, you need to honor your mother and father. Um, and if they are godly people, and if they are walking in the ways of the Lord, especially go to them, talk to them. And Solomon's crying out here, pay attention um, to my wisdom, he says, lend your ear to my understanding. He's pleading with his son here. And uh, I think it's important that you realize that there is that gift in your life of someone around you, someone in your life that's more mature than you in the Lord. Um, if you see them and they're walking in a pattern that's a good pattern of life, a good way of life, then you really need to, like I said, take advantage of it. But Solomon goes on here in verse 2 and says that you may preserve discretion and your lips may keep knowledge. He's saying, pay attention to me because this is what I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you what discretion is. I'm going to teach you what good knowledge is. Okay, And, and as you read the book of Proverbs, you find this, right? He says in verse 3, he jumps right into it here hard. He says, for the lips of an immoral woman drip honey and her and her mouth is smoother than oil so there is lust in this life right the lust of the flesh the lust of the eye the pride of life these are the problems that mankind struggles with in this world and you need to be careful you need to be careful how anyone is smooth talking you there's a lot of smooth talkers there's a lot of good speakers that get up there and and you know, they're in front of your face in one way, shape, or form. Maybe it's through social media, and they're a smooth talker, right? And you just have to be careful. But specifically, he's telling his son here, watch out for this, right? And and, and he says in verse 4, but in, in the end, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. It says, her feet go down to death. Her steps lay a hold or lay hold of hell. Lest you ponder her path of life, her ways are unstable. You do not know them. Therefore, hear me now, my children, and do not depart from the words of my mouth. Remove your way far from her, and do not go near the door of her house, lest you give your honor to others and your years to the cruel one. Lest aliens be filled with your wealth, and your labors go to the house of a foreigner, and you mourn at last when, when your flesh and your body are consumed and say, how I have hated instruction 
and my heart despised correction. I have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined my heart to those who instructed me. I was on the verge of total ruin in the midst of the assembly and congregation. Okay, I want to pause right there and just say, look, he's saying here's the downward spiral of a person that, that gives in to the lust of their flesh or the lust of their eye. They give in to it. They say, this is a smooth talker. This, this is so good. This sounds so good. I'm going to just go in the way of it. But in the end, you end up with nothing. I think about the people that are, you know, maybe men chasing after women, women chasing after men, whatever the case may be. And that's what their focus is. That's what they're focusing their whole life on. And they spend all this time doing it and they find that they, they get old and they're, they, they have no family and they regret it. They have no, no wife, no husband, whichever the case may be. They have no children because they were focused on the wrong things in life. Okay, because they weren't focused on foundational things, things that bring true joy, true happiness, right? That firm foundation of walking in a way that is pleasing to God and living a life that is prescribed by God in the pages of the Holy Scripture because they gave into a certain way of life and they chased after something that they shouldn't be chasing after. And, you know, Solomon here is telling his son about how not to go in the way of an immoral woman. You see, morality matters. Okay, I know we live in a time where morality seems not to matter in, in the world. And I say we live in a time, it's been like this for centuries upon centuries that you know morality doesn't matter, but it seems to be waxing worse and worse, getting worse you know, all the time. But Solomon's trying to warn his son here, hey, pay attention, wake up. Get wisdom, get discretion, get understanding, discern what you're doing. Discern, you know, discern the, the path of your feet. Take a look at where you're where you're going in this life. What direction are you going in? Are you going in the way that's good and pure? Are you going in the ways of God? Or are you just going in however your flesh leads you? You know, you, you're living your life based on your own desires, what you think is good. And all of that, you know, and he's saying, don't do that. And Solomon in verse 15 tells his son, drink water from your own cistern and running water from your own well. In other words, have your own family, have your own wife to you, young women, have your own husband. You know, have a household, have what is good, raise up children, pour, pour your, your love into your family and build something that is good. Build a legacy that's that's good that you can pass on, you know. He says in verse 16, should your fountains be dispersed abroad, streams of waters in the streets. He's saying, in other words, should you just live willy-nilly and do whatever you want, you know, and and you know, have children over here, children over there. You know, and then these children are growing up without a structure in their life, without something that's good in their lives because they've got a dad over there and a dad over there or whatever the case may be. You know, this shouldn't be. All right. Verse 17 says, let, let them be only your own and not for strangers with you. Okay. So 
again, there's a foundation. There's a good foundation in life for you if you want to go in the path of it. And it is the path of righteousness. That's the path that the Lord Jesus wants us on. And he tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then he promises that God will add to us the things that we need in this life. And we need to be people that are seeking after godliness because godliness with contentment, that's what great gain is. That's what a good life is. That's what the best way is, is to seek after that. And then he says in verse 18, let your fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of your youth. So he's encouraging his son, pay attention to one thing here. Focus on your own wife. You don't need to be out in the streets. You don't need to be out doing this or that with this woman, that woman. Doesn't matter how smooth talking that woman is. He's, he's letting his son know. And hey, the same thing applies to you young ladies out there. It's going to be a lot of smooth talking guys that come along in your life. But you need to find the godly man. You need to spend time looking for a man of God, someone that's upright, someone that's honest, someone that's of good character. And look, I know it, it may seem dif difficult to find, but maybe you're looking in all the wrong places, you know, and it starts. Let me tell you where the starting point is for you young men and for you young women out there. The starting point is to give your life to Christ, to give your life to Jesus, surrender your life to him as the king, as the Lord of your life, and ask him to fill you with his spirit and to lead and to guide you in a path that he has for you because he has what is absolutely, ultimately best for you. He has the best path of life for you to be on. I see the world wants to offer you um, fancy things, you know, shiny things, you know, but all that glitters is not gold, okay? And that's what you want. You want that which is gold, that which is the absolute best, and that which is gold, that which is the absolute best comes from God. But the world has been lying to you. And maybe as you come upon this video, you're somebody that has realized that in life. That the world has lied to you. And uh, just this past weekend, I did a teaching where I talked a lot about that um, it's called The Lord, Your Choice, if you want to find it on one of our um, you know, podcast platforms or on our YouTube channel. But anyway, um, you know, Satan comes to kill, to, to steal, and to destroy. He offers you things that seem so good, so much like fun, you know, and you waste your time with it as he's talking about here, as, as Solomon is talking about here in this chapter, and you end up down the road saying, my God goodness, I wasted so much time. So much is behind me now. I've lost so much time in foolishness. God doesn't want you to feel that way. He has a plan for your life. Okay. And then uh, let me read on here. Verse 19, as a loving deer and a graceful doe, let her breast satisfy you at all times and always be enraptured with her love. In other words, he's focusing his son again on his wife. Just focus on her. Everything you need, you know, care for your wife, love your wife, let your, you know, let your 
your eyes, your heart, everything be enraptured, just totally in love with your wife. Get all of your fulfillment there. You know, again, God, this is how God designed things. And I know we're living in a society where everything is perverted. Marriage is being perverted. Everything's being perverted. But I am encouraging you, and I constantly do in all of my teachings, to reach out to to what God has for you and the purpose that he has for your life, the plan that he has for you as as a living soul. You see, until you realize that about yourself, that you're a living soul, that you're not just a body, okay, that, that you're somebody created in the image of God, you, you, until you realize that, and you're going to be chasing after so much, trying to, gra- you know, to, for the, um, what am I trying to say here, the gratification of your flesh, you know, to satisfy your own flesh, and it's going to leave you empty. It's, it's chasing after the wind. And you're going to miss out on all the good things that God has for you. He says um, in verse 20, For why should you, my son, be enraptured by an immoral woman and be embraced in the arms of a seductress? And you know, again, he's he's really hitting hitting his son, excuse me, straightforward here. He's hitting him hard with something, a, a specific subject here, a specific topic. But you really can apply this to a lot of things in life, how Satan wants to seduce you and leave you feeling empty and dry because you didn't follow in the ways of what was good in the sight of God. He says in verse 21, for the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord and he ponders all his paths. That's what I'm telling you today. You see, I'm telling you that that God has something for you. He's paying attention to you. But are you committed to God? You see, it's, it's, it's amazing how human nature does this, right? They, they go after what they want, they, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life. Then when tragedy strikes, they blame God. But God's looking at you right now and saying, when are you going to turn? When are you going to turn from your foolish ways? When are you going to repent of your sin and come to the Savior that I've offered to you, Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life? That's how you get to the Father. Jesus said so. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So as as I've mentioned in past teachings, as I always will mention, it starts with repentance. It starts with you turning away from being led by the lust of your flesh. In other words, whatever you want to do, whatever you feel like doing, whatever feels good to you, whatever looks good to you, and not submitting to the fact that there is a king and a Lord who wants to lead and guide you. So anyway, verse 21 again, For the ways of a man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all his paths, his own Iniquities entrap the wicked man, and he is caught in the cords of sin. That's what Satan wants to do. He wants to set a trap before you. Again, and he makes it, he ain't going to put a trap before you with a sign right in front of it that says, hey, you, this is a trap, step in it. No, he 
He's going to put something before you that looks good to you, that feels good to you. Oh, this is so good. This smooth talking man, this smooth talking woman, they seem so good to me. It seems like exactly what I want in life. I'm so enraptured by this person. But if this person is not a man of God, a woman of God, then that person isn't for you. And if you're not a man of God or a woman of God, then don't think you're going to get some good woman of God or good man of God, whichever the case may be, right? Verse 23, the last verse of the chapter, he shall die for lack of instruction, and in the greatness of his folly, he shall go astray. That's, that's the person that is enticed by sin. That goes by the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye. And Solomon is calling out and saying, I don't want this for my son. He's calling out to his own son saying, I don't want this for you. And let me tell you something. As someone created in the image of God, like you are, you have a father that doesn't want that for you either. You have a father who wants what is good for you. And he has provided a way for you to have it. So we'll go ahead and end there today. It is the end of the chapter. And I'll tell you this. Call on Jesus. Give your life to the Lord today. Make him Lord of your life. Repent of your sin. Follow in the way of wisdom. Ask him to fill you with your spirit, like his spirit, like I said earlier, and to lead and to guide you through this life. God bless, and until next time, have a wonderful day.